All right. Um, yeah, so it's been a, a very good, amazing season, this uh, 2021 for us. Uh, but we had some really rough years. And like Amber mentioned right now, uh, last year we were very open with, with you guys. And, and I mean, it was hard. And even we thought about giving up and doing something else, you know. And I'm pretty sure many of you have gone through that or are going through that. Uh, and there's hope. <laughs> and and uh, it's amazing what Tammy was singing here, that uh, it's going to be a testimony. And, and this is what, I, what we're doing right now. We're sharing a testimony of what God has done in the last few years, but especially in these seven uh, or, yeah, these months that uh, we just live in. And it's been full of life for our family, redemption, and... and yeah, so a lot of vision for the future and, and a lot of hope. So I hope this brings hope and encouragement to you. And it's always why, what I like to share is what God is doing in our lives. And it's not something that I'm inventing from or seen from somebody else. But this is what I have been going through. And it's what I want to encourage you uh, with. So um, here... Uh, so... This, this time was uh, really discouraging and in many ways in relationships, especially, you know, that we all have broken relationships and, and you see it over and over and over and people getting offended and people getting bitter and uh, receiving that in, in a really bad way that you just withdraw and then you like go away from everybody and then you start something new but it doesn't work because you you didn't work in your heart so for us we had to work with some real broken relationships and it was really hard so hard that is that thing that you feel in your stomach i'm pretty sure that that is international is everywhere people feel the same right you feel this like in your stomach the, uh, you see the, the the people or you see the person or whatever, and you feel that, like, Ugh. so something, I'm, I don't know, the people that know who I am, I'm very happy and very friendly, and I, and I'm very friendly with everyone, and even people that sometimes offends me, I'm like, yeah, I give a nice face, because I, I, I want to fake it sometimes. I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know that I was being fake. I thought that I was just, I do my part and I smile people. But really inside of me was that thing inside, you know, like, I don't want to be around you. And, <laughs> sorry. And then, uh, so, I was this type of person that will say, yeah, 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 well, yeah, that offended me, but I'm okay. And, and, and I, I thought that I was okay. But something that I read uh, confronted me really strongly, and it was that you say, yeah, I'm okay with people, and I see them, and I say hi, and I feel a little bit eh, uncomfortable, but I'm okay with them. And 
especially if they're gonna go away or I'm gonna go, I'm gonna move on, I'm not gonna see them ever again, and we're okay, right? <laughs> not true. That's not true. And the only one uh, affected is you. I mean, maybe the other people or person, but um, something that God, God confronted me is that if you're not willing to restore relationship in your heart, you're not done with this. So that's the hard part, that you're willing to restore relationship. Um, so I had to go through that, and it's been hard, and, and, and I think I'm still dealing with that, but God seriously helped me, helped me a lot going through that, and, and, and now I feel free, and, and I can and go and, and say hi to people if they're around or not. But uh, that's what God wanted to do with me and Amber in that situation. And um, so in that moment, that brings you to trying to give up in, in some things because you feel broken and then you feel separated or, or whatever uh, the situation is for every single one of us. But uh, how many of you know that you have the ability of hearing God's voice? Yeah, okay, most of you, or, or maybe half. Well, let me tell you, even if you believe it or not, you're capable of hearing God's voice. Okay, or if, if you never taught you, uh, taught you that, or if you haven't heard that, you are able to hear God's voice. Every single one of us, and this is because we're creation of God. So we have that ability, even if we were... Uh, we couldn't, like, deaf. we were deaf or, or mute, yeah? Um, so anyway, when you're capable of hearing God's voice, then he will speak to you. <laughs> and um, in Job, let me find this, Job 43, I think it is. No, in, in Job 33, 14, it says, For God speaks again and again through, uh, though, I don't know this word. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Though people don't, do not recognize, recognize it. So God speaks over and over and again, and people just don't, don't listen. So it's different that you have the ability of listening, of hearing God, then uh, you actually don't put attention, per se. So we need to learn how to hear God, and, and I'm not going to give a class of that. Uh, the pastors are going to teach you that, hopefully, and, or they're teaching you that. And then, so you start hearing God. God's voice, and then you start having a, a relationship with, with God like you have with your couple or we have your, with your kids. And then, so when you are able to recognize God's voice, then uh, you recognize when it's not God's voice. So if, if I grab my phone and I call randomly one of you, and, and then I say, hello, 
maybe you'll know who I am because my accent, <laughs> but not because of my voice, <laughs> because you don't know my voice. And you say, who are you? So it's, it's the same with God. I mean, there's so many practical things that we can understand that. But anyway, you have the ability of, of, of hear God. So you hear God. And then, of course, when God speaks, it's because he's speaking his will. He's speaking the truth. He's speaking his promises. He's speaking all the amazing things that God can speak. So God speaks. You supposed to obey what he's speaking. And then the key part that every single one of us needs is never give up. And you know what? It's a lot of stories that if people don't give up, we become history makers. So if you want to be a history maker, not for your own fame or your own whatever glory, but for God's fame and God's glory, you have to persevere and not give up. Amen? So how many of you are struggling right now with something and persevering and, and then maybe being disappointed? Uh, many of us like react to failure or, or react to sin or react to broken relationships uh, or broken promises uh, in a way that we harm ourselves. And we feel sorry about ourselves. And, and you know what? We start blaming everyone. <laughs> and we become bitter. And, and, and then we start withdrawing from people and, and forgetting about God and, and all that stuff that probably every single one has gone through. Um, so perseverance or perseverance, perseverance... Uh, I'm going to give you a little definition of that. It's to remain firm or to be constant in the accomplishment or uh, the continuation of a thing. Or of a thing. Uh, in Latin, it's perseveratia, which means con const cons constancy, insistence, and a form of perseverare, which means to remain inflexible in something. And we need to, instead of persevere or being stubborn in something that hurt us, and it's like, I don't gonna release it, I don't gonna forgive, I don't gonna forgive. You persevere in God's promises, and you persevere in His trust and say, I'm gonna forgive because. He is going to take me where I need to, to be. Um, let me tell you a little short story to, to start finishing. Um, there's, I'm, I'm from Durango, Mexico, and I grew up there. And my father left when I was three years old, which is very typical in Mexico. And he started a, a different family. Um, I, I was a little boy, so I didn't know nothing i didn't know anything so but that really got my my life and then it marked me 
And then we were in the streets, me and my brother, looking for food. So we found this place where they gave bread, sweet bread and milk every Tuesday and every Thursday. So we went there to have uh, bread and milk. And the pastor, he was American from Texas. He's like, oh, hermanito, my little brother, what are you doing here? Oh, we're coming for food. Why you don't come on Sundays? Well, we're hungry. That's why we come. He's like, okay, okay, you can come whenever you want. Uh, and we were rich by that church, me and my brother, and then later my family. And now I'm a sent missionary from that church. So I got there when I was 10 or 12. Now I'm 40-something. Um, and uh, my brother, he became a, a pastor of that church. Uh, but, okay, so this is a really cool story, right? Well, this, this couple was a, a family, uh, yeah, a missionary that came to Mexico with three little kids. Uh, only the men spoke Spanish, and the lady, she didn't speak any Spanish, or the kids, of course, they were little. And then, uh, so he had a, I don't know if you remember the story of the Elliots. Jim Elliot. The, the, it was a family that went in Ecuador, and they had an airplane, and they landed, and they got killed by the natives. And there's a movie, uh, very good movie. No, the point of the spear or something like that. Um, very good one. Well, this family got inspired by this family. And that family probably was inspired by another family. And so they got inspired. They came into Mexico. And then the, the father or the man, he had an airplane. And what they did, they, they threw uh, Bibles or radios that only got the, uh, uh, a Christian station, radio station, uh, with the airplane. But back in the day, in the 60s, the priests from a little town, they said, if you keep doing that, we're going to kill you. And they're like, of course. So he was flying one day, and then they shoot the, the airplane. The airplane crashed, and they died. And they exhibit their bodies in the gazebo, in the plaza. So you don't do that. This is in the 60s in Mexico. Uh, well, that happened. And there is a lady. She doesn't speak Spanish. Three little kids, and they, the Mexicans, these ungrateful Mexicans, kill her husband. So then everybody starts saying, what are you doing over there? Why you don't come home? We're going we're gonna to treat you well here. We're going to help you to restore your life and blah, blah, blah. But then she was able to hear God's voice. And guess what God say? You stay in Mexico, and I want you to continue this mission. So she learned Spanish somehow. She remarried, and her kids grow up. And uh, she didn't give up. She, easy, easily. Any one of us would have said, what the heck? 
What the heck am I, I don't know if that's wrong, but what the heck am I doing here? I'm going home. These ungrateful people. And you know what? I'm fruit of that. I wouldn't be here if, if, if she would have give up. I probably wouldn't be here. So um, she became history in my life. And, and I'm pretty sure she affected a lot or her family affected a lot of people. This is uh, uh, another crazy story because one of her kids grew up and he became the most famous Hispanic worshiper in the world. So, yeah, but, I mean, the, the Latinos, they understand that because they, everybody knows Marcos Witt in the world. And that was one of the fruits. She didn't give up. So, are you going to give up? We can become, and, and, and it's not that we have to transform the whole world. But one at a time, or one more, like that soldier said. Only one more, Lord. Uh, so, yeah, every single one of us have a story. So what's your story? And what you going to do about what God told you to do? Are you giving up? Or you're going to keep pushing? Same for us, for me and Amber. I was done with everything. I was so broken. And I'm like, what am I doing here? I can be doing something else and I don't have to see anybody's face. You know, I have strong hands and I can work and I know how to work. But God said, my calling is to be a missionary and to, to go and reach Mexicans and send them to the nations. So I'm not giving up. And you know what? There's, there's like a... a a way, there is, it's a desert, but there's, it's a storm, but there's calm. There's fountains of joy after all that. So if you persevere and you don't give up, you're going to be able to see that. And, and I'm not promising you that it's going to be after a month, after a year. I don't know. God knows. But you just keep up with him and keep up with his promises uh, because he is no man like us. He will do or accomplish his promises in your life. Um, so, yeah, I hope this word, this little short word, encourage you. And I pray that we all become history makers Whatever you are, whatever you're doing, you are capable of doing that because you are chosen by our Lord. Amen. Okay, so I would like to pray really fast. Um, Lord, thank you. Thank you very much for this opportunity that you're giving us to, uh, to come here, this place, and to share your word and to share our testimony, what we have lived, and how you are always uh, the one who takes us beyond our imagination or beyond our dreams. So I, I pray that I don't know what people is going through right now, if they're happy, if they're not, if their dreams came true or not, whatever situation is, Lord. 
I ask you to speak to their hearts, to their spirits, and let them know that you have them in your hands, that you have the control, and that you can help them to go through all the difficulties and see fruit at the end of the day. Please bring your Holy Spirit and give us that confidence that you will do it. In Jesus' name, amen.